In today's episode, we're going to talk about what is communication. But before I get started um, and begin to communicate with you, I just wanted to share with you that this is the probably the number one reason couples um, come to therapy. Um, interestingly enough, it's not that they're having a difficult time communicating, really. They communicate just fine. Um, it's the lack of listening that's the problem. The not knowing how to listen for the cues of the other person that the other person is sending. So, it's, you know, they do say, like, they do communicate very well. They do say what they need. They actually scream at each other what their needs are. But the listening isn't there. It It's there, but it's not the best. And that's what really needs to be talked about. So, hello, welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I am your host, Maria. This is the place where you get to learn the good shit and unlearn the bullshit. And what I mean by that is you get to learn what works for you and unlearn the stuff that we, I include myself in this, that we learned in our family of origin, the family that we were born into, unlearn the shit that doesn't work and you know, you create create your new family, create your new life. It is your responsibility. It'll always be your responsibility as it is my responsibility to do better. And when you know better, you do better. So yes, uh, what couples should tell their therapist is I or we suck at listening. That's really basically what couples should say, not like we have difficulty communicating. But nonetheless, listening is part of communication. So what exactly is communication? And uh, communication is a transmission or exchange per se of information via verbal, and I'm making this shit up, right? Via verbal and or nonverbal and or visual, right? And or physical information. Let me explain. For example, right now I am verbally transmitting information, right? And I'm also doing a lot of physical because I speak with my body. I speak with my hands. I use my hands. I'm like all over the fucking place. Now, people actually, if you know me and you and you, we've worked together, you know that I use my eyeballs a lot. I, you know, send messages, words, or nonverbal communication via my eyeballs, the way that I use my my eyes. Nonverbal communication could be just complete silence. No one is communicating, but there is, you know, there's a vibe, right? So all of this is energy. And so communicating all of this energy is communication, is exchange of information. Now, however, the other person translates, right? Remember, like I said before, listening is the issue here, right? So however, the other person is listening it is transmitting and computing this information in their head and also remember people with trauma because i mean if you live on planet earth you have suffered some sort of trauma whether it's physical trauma sexual abuse trauma car accident trauma living with your parents at the age of 50 that's traumatic i mean there's 
like there's a lot of trauma. So your life, you're going to filter that information through a lens. And most of the time that lens is traumatized. So it's healing the trauma, healing the, the space of communication, healing the space of listening. Okay, but for you, but for simplicity's sake, like right now, right, we're going to, I'm going to like talk about there is a sender, the person that is speaking, sending information, and the receiver, you, you are receiving the information. So I'm the sender of information, you're the receiver of information. So unfortunately, when couples communicate, and when I'm saying couples, I mean two people, right? You don't have to be a husband and a wife. It could be a girlfriend and a friend, you know, like girlfriend, girlfriend, male, friend, boyfriend, boyfriend, um, you know, like uh, two friends talking regardless of gender, siblings, okay? So when I say a couple, two individuals are communicating, the sender and the receiver don't take turns speaking usually, okay? It becomes a shit show. So imagine this scenario, right? So when I was a little girl, we used to play like telephone, like operator kind of thing. So imagine there's, imagine a styrofoam cup or a paper cup and you make a hole at the bottom of the cup and you make a string, you, you tie a string to the cup. So you, tr you tie a string to my cup, I have a cup, right holding i'm holding a cup in my hand my left hand as if it's a microphone it has a string all the way to you now you have the other cup right and so as i'm speaking where the fuck are you gonna put your cup in your ear right so if i have mine in my mouth like right there by my mouth because i'm talking yours should be by your ear because if you put your mouth and you start talking into your cup and I start talking into my cup, there's going to be a whole fucking shit show going on, on the, right there in the string, right? So that's what happens when two couples, two siblings, two individuals get into a communication, right? They get into a, let's have a chat. Well, my, well, I was going to swear really bad. You can't chat at the same time, Right? No. So if I'm holding my cup and the string is sending information, the wire to you, please put your cup in your ear. Okay. And then I'll take turns. We'll take turns. You can, when I am done, you can put it in your mouth, like on your mouth area, and I'll put it in my ear area so I can hear what the hell you're saying. Okay. Because together it's going to be a shit show on the line. That's basically what happens when people are communicating. They both speak at the same time and no one is fucking listening. No one's listening. No one is listening. Okay. So just to let you know, like, I hope that you got that scenario. I hope that you were able to get that visual. Okay. So I just lost my, my space here. Uh, do, do, do. I'm telling you about my, uh, I'm requesting. Okay. All right. Uh, let me read this because I just went off script. So when we, you, when we, when I have uh, the string, I'll be the sender. Da, 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 da. I'm currently sending you information. I'm telling you about my day or I'm requesting that you no longer call me a name, whatever that, you know, whatever I'm, I'm telling you that I'm feeling, um, requesting that you tell your father to call your, the house before he shows up, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of stuff here. Meanwhile, 
You're receiving the information without any electrical interruptions. I hope that you're listening, that you're getting this information as I'm holding the mic on my phone, the cup, and then you're listening to the other. So now what happens is if you become the sender at the same time that I'm sending you information to you, like I mentioned prior, what do you think happens? The line gets interrupted. Okay, I'm not heard because you didn't receive the information. Okay, another example is I'm sending information to you, to your receiving, right? So you're receiving the information, you're receiving it just fine. And when I'm done speaking, you begin to send me information without processing the information that I just sent you. Okay, so for example, as soon as I put the cup down, you put your cup to your mouth and you start talking. No time for processing. You never processed what I just what I just said. You never said you never processed my requests, okay? So I just requested you that you don't call me names, that you please tell your father to call before he shows up. I just right? So there's a there's requesting, would you please? So there has to be a moment of you taking a deep breath and processing that information that I just gave you, okay? So now, again, there's no problem communicating. It's the listening part that's missing. Usually 99.9 times out of 100 is that, 100 couples, I mean, is that the listening needs to be improved. So what do I teach people? Like, right, how do I teach how to speak you know, I teach people how to speak to be understood and to be heard, okay? But most people don't know how to listen actively. So I teach my clients how to request instead of demanding. Because when you demand, for example, if I were to say to you, instead of saying, can you please not call me names? Would you please ask your father to call, to call the house before he shows up? A demand would be, motherfucker, don't call me no fucking name. Right? You know, your father, he's got to stop all that stuff, right? So when it comes to requesting instead of demanding, and I'm not saying, please don't be perfect. You know what I mean? This is new. We're all learning. No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't get it right all the time. I do my best with what I have, right? But what, what I'm about to share with you in the next few weeks wasn't always, you know, like I mentioned, it wasn't always part of me. And it's still, to be honest with you, communication is something that I also struggle because I get so passionate about certain things. And my feelings sometimes like are expressed before my words come out. So I don't know if that's cultural or if that's the way that I, that, that I saw my, my culture, you know, the way that we um, process information and communicate information, but we're not very subtle, if you know what I mean, right? So we're very passionate. We love hard, right? We love hard. We hate hard. We do all these things. I mean, we, our culture is very, very vibrant. So, you know, I, to this day, I still work on this, right? And I'm still working on improving my communication skills. So please, please, please be passionate. I mean, come passionate with yourself. No one is perfect. We're learning. I got you. We're gonna. I'm gonna teach you, um, what I teach my clients. Okay, so that you too can benefit from 
you know, improving your communication skills. So you can speak to your family better, speak to your children in a more compassionate way in listening to what their needs are. Okay. So the goal here is never, never, never to be perfect. Improvement is the goal. Okay. That's all we can do. Improve a little bit every day. All right. So instead of interrupting the line of communication, let's learn to listen and learn what to listen for. Okay, so for example, when the sender is speaking, you know, sending you information, as I'm sending you information, what what is the receiver? What are you receiving? Okay, so take a moment right now, get your journals out and think about the last time you had a discussion with your loved one, whether it was your husband or whether it was your, your child, your mother, your father, your worker, whoever. Think about the time that you were having this discussion with them. Okay. Now, in your head, right? Like, just don't listen to what I'm saying in your head. I want you to, to actually take action so this becomes part of your body. Okay. So the memory. So here's the, the number one prompt. Okay. Think back to that difficult discussion with your loved one, friend, or coworker, whoever it was. And write down, as you remember the discussion, write down the discussion word for word, right? Or as close to it as you can. Okay? Now, exercise number two. This is the question that I want to ask you. What messages were they sending you? What were they trying to tell you? What was the message that they worked so hard on sending you? I'm just taking a sip of my coffee. Okay, so just write that down. Just write it down the way that you receive that information. You were having this discussion and what were they working so hard to get you to understand? So this is, I'm going to give you another prompt. This is prompt number two. This is where the juice is, okay? Out of all of that stuff that you wrote down, what were their needs? What was what were their needs that they were trying really hard to convey to you? Okay, so if you can take out the fluff, the extra stuff, the emotion behind it, because there might be a lot of pain there. It might be a lot of anger. Anger is just a mask for sadness. When someone is very angry, okay, it's just a sign of sadness. If you think back as a child, right, when we're, when we're looking at our children, we're working with our children, and they're very angry, they can go from sadness to anger in seconds. And it's the same feeling, it's the same trigger. Okay, so what was this person, this individual, what were their needs? What was it that they were trying to tell you? So next time, okay, we're going to move on. So next time you're in a conversation, you know, with your child, with your husband, um, ask yourself, what are they needing from me right now? Right? So what are their, what are, what is it that their needs are? And this type of listening requires compassion. And it also requires that you, the listener, the receiver of information and the speaker, Okay, 
which is the sender of information, are vulnerable enough with each other so that you feel comfortable with each other to express the feelings that are happening. And also, there has to be a level of emotional intelligence. So when you have, when you're talking to your three-year-old or your four-year-old, if you listen to them, they're fucking smart, man. Little kids, like one of my one of my daughters is working with children somewhere and one of the one of the kids asked the other the other kid i need to be held my body needs to be held and i'm like oh my god i felt that in my heart so bad like so so nice it was such it's so like like warm warm chocolate like warm chocolate all over my body just to visualize i was visualizing a three-year-old or a four-year-old telling her little bestie hey i just need to be held my body needs to be held what how many adults do you know do you know that are vulnerable enough to go to the next person and say i just need to be held do you know how fortunate how fortunate I am and you would be if your kids and everybody else says, you know what, mommy, all I need is a hug. Dude, you can have 5,000 fucking hugs. Like when my daughter comes over and that, and, and she just melts in my heart. Oof, girl, mm, nothing better than that. Nothing. So, oof, I, I just got goosebumps. Love it, love it, love it. So this kind of communication, I'm just getting emotional. So this kind of communication is is that I'm sharing with you. Oh, let me just get together here. Because I just loved, I love that story. Love that story of visualizing that little baby in, in my daughter's class. Amazing. And also visualizing my kids coming to me and like, mommy, give me a hug. I love that fucking shit. So how fortunate am I to have babies that come to me and ask me, my body needs to be held. Dude, I will hold your body. I'll hold your poop. I will hold whatever you need to be held. I love you so much. So this is the kind of communication that you need to have with your children because it is fucking amazing and it's beautiful is it like roses every day hell fuck no it isn't but those moments of vulnerability of love pure fucking love fucking priceless but anyhow this kind of communication that i'm sharing with you let's move on let's get this show on the road so this type of communication that I'm sharing with you is called non-violent communication. It replaces all patterns of communication and it takes away judgments. It takes away defending your stance, which means take responsibility for your own bullshit. And it also, you don't defend, there's no defending because if you're defending your stance, you're not being vulnerable. You're not being raw. You're, you know, like it takes away withdrawing from the partnership or the friendship or the relationship, whatever kind of ship you're in, 
You don't need to withdraw. There's no need to attack. Okay? There's no need to just respond just to fucking respond. It, there's, it takes away all of that for and replaces it with understanding. It replaces it with compassion. It replaces it with everything you fucking want. Right? That the therapist is working really hard to help you and teach you. But sometimes, sometimes some people defend their stance. They want to be right so bad all the time, all the time, that they don't they don't want they don't want the understanding. They just want to be right. You do things my way. My way or the fucking highway. Well, dude, where's the fucking highway? Because that's that's where I'm heading. So this also, this communication is also, we begin to see ourselves. We begin to see our intentions. It helps us, okay? So when we are vulnerable with somebody else, whether we are expressing ourselves, our needs and our wants, when, even whenever, if, if it's us expressing it, sending the information, or if it's us, the receiver, receiving the information, this type of communication with compassion and understanding, it's, you begin to see like the realness of the relationship, okay? The core, the foundation. And then no matter what fucking happens, you can fight. You can have disappointments. You can have whatever, because we're still fucking human, right? Like I'm still human. My daughters are still human. My husband's still human. We're all still human. But the relationship that we share with each other is fucking raw. It is real. Shit you don't fucking see. I rather have this realness, raw relationship where everybody is like just expressing their needs, expressing their wants. You know what I mean? And always trying to do better. That's the goal. I think that's the goal anyway. I might be fucking wrong. They might be listening to this podcast and say, Ma, what the fuck are you talking about? You fucking crazy. Don't care. So anyway, when you focus your intention on clarifying and when you focus your intention on observing like the prompts that I gave you, when you observe the other person as they're speaking, right? And for especially you're looking for, you're observing, but you're looking for what their needs are. What is it that the other person is feeling, right? You're not observing to respond. You're not observing to find fault in the way that they're expressing themselves. You're not observing to diagnose what fucking personality disorder that they have. You're not observing, right? to be right. You are simply observing for their needs and their feelings and their wants. And then you're going to surprise yourself with your own empathy and your own compassion for you to provide those needs and their and those wants if you want to provide them. If you don't want to provide those needs and those wants, then that's where the couplehood either separates but when you but also from a mother's perspective you can't separate from your child but if you do separate from your child right that's a completely different podcast completely different story right that's not what we're talking about here 
But if you're here because you want to improve the relationship with your children because of childhood trauma, right? So if you want to improve, then what you have, if you have it to give, don't hold it back. Give it because there's a lot more that's coming your way. So whatever your children's need, give it. And then if you don't have it, Mamita, it's your fucking responsibility to go get it. That means if you don't have the compassion, if you can't stay away from judging your kid or your or your partnership or defending, you're constantly defending your stance and you're constantly defending your stance. What you're asking is for your child to take care of you. What you're saying is, sorry, mommy. Sorry. Sorry that you hurt. Sorry that you're this. Sorry that you're that. But you got to take care of me. Forget about that. Forget about what you're fucking feeling. But you got to make me feel better. So forget you. It's about me. No, uh, this is not about that. This is about you becoming the best version of you in all areas and in all aspects of your life, which means a better woman. Okay, a better a better provider, a provider of nourishment or provider of money or provider of love. Okay, if you're in business, a better businesswoman, a smarter, a smarter human being, regardless of your fucking gender. Okay, this is what we're here for, to learn how to communicate with your children, with your relationships, with your coworkers, with your girlfriends, set better boundaries for yourself. Have be a better role model for your children. You set boundaries so that they learn how to set boundaries. Remember, not fucking perfection here. We're not perfecting anything. We're improving. Improving a little bit today better than yesterday. That's it. Just one fucking little tiny step better than yesterday. Okay, but before you learn how to listen to somebody else's feelings and somebody else's needs, please, please, please learn to listen to your own. Okay, you don't, I don't want you to become codependent. Okay, and codependent person is someone that focuses on somebody else's behaviors and somebody else's whatever the fuck they need. And then you totally forget, you know, who you are. You know, I think I mentioned the phrase like a doormat. You don't want to be a doormat. Okay, this is not what I'm talking about. All right. So the book that I want to introduce you to um, and that we're going to talk about more next week, the book is called Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg, PhD. So um, next week, I'm going to introduce you to a four step process of nonviolent communication. And if you want to follow along with me with for the next few weeks as I extract the juice out of this book and share it with you, not only am I going to share like stuff that the book, you know, that um, Rosenberg wrote on the book, but also how I apply it um, to myself and also how I apply it with um, with my clients. Because I, like everybody, you know, like I learn I ingest, I digest, and then when I regurgitate the information, it regurgitates with my sazon, you know what I mean? Like with my flavor, it doesn't, it's my essence that comes out, my way of teaching that come, you know, that the information comes out of. I don't teach like anybody else. I teach the way Mari does, Mari, okay? So again, 
if you're finding value in with these podcasts, with this podcast, so yeah, it is like a podcast. Yeah, that's a that's there we go. I'm gonna write this down. This is a podcast. Um, that's a download. So if you're learning from these pod classes, um, trademark copyright, uh, if you're learning from these, please, please let me know. Let me know that you're receiving. Um, I am getting some wonderful feedback and I thank you. Share it with somebody that you think would benefit from this information. Help me help women. Okay. We need to be healed. Women need to be healed. Period. Help me. Help, help, help. Be part of the fucking revolution of helping the women, helping Latinas, Americanas. It doesn't matter where the hell we come from. We come from planet Earth. We are the mother of these children. So, like, subscribe, hit me up. <laughs> I am actually, at this moment... I, I know if you're following me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, follow my journey. I just started 75 hard challenge or 75 challenge hard, whatever the fuck it's called. That shit is hard. But um, anyway, introduce yourself. Say hi. Let's let's do this. Let's heal. Let's get together. Let's help each other. Um, be part of it. Be part of the community. Do something. Please do something with your life. Um, help somebody else. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't thank you enough. I love you. Take good care of yourself. I'll see you next week with the next pod class, which will be, um, the four step process to nonviolent communication. Then I'll get into more of that. Okay. Love you. Take good care of yourself. Be good to you. Do something fantastic for yourself. Ciao.